Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm one half of your host and team out here in Las Vegas. The other half is in the vibrant city of Boston. Josh Applebaum, I think you might have some, uh, you're happy about something today. I'm just out on a limb with that. You're out on a limb, Pritch, but you are totally correct. <laughs> I'm excited. Not only is it NFL draft week, and if you're listening to Randy Mueller on our show last week, Pritch, he got some pretty good closing line value on one guy in particular who has now leapfrogged to the number one position here. So we'll get to the draft talk later. Obviously, we got the NBA playoffs. My Celtics can go for the sweep here against the <laughs> my Mac, Celtics. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're always my uh, Pritch. When they were like 500 for two years, they right. weren't my Celtics. Now they're my Celtics again. So just so you know. Uh, but really excited to break down the three games for tonight. We'll fit in some Major League Baseball as well. But what I'm really excited about, Pritch, I'm trying to temper my expectations because I always joke about Massachusetts and sports betting. It's Lucy in the football. You feel good about it. There's something to be positive about. And then at the last second, something gets screwed up. They can't come to an agreement. They kick the can down the road. Well, I'm starting to get excited again. I'm tempering my expectations. But uh, the Ways and Means Committee in Massachusetts, they just passed the latest sports betting bill. It had already passed in the House. Now the Senate is going to vote this Thursday on sports betting legalization in Massachusetts. So if you're reading the tea leaves, this may finally be it. I'm Fingers crossed. I don't <laughs> want to jinx it. But the, the Senate president here, Karen Spilka in Massachusetts, this quote was really meaningful to me, Pritch. This is someone who was kind of against betting and really didn't give it much credence, kind of didn't really give it much uh, much insight, didn't bring it up for a vote. 
She said the other day, I am pleased to see the committee has come to an agreement on a strong proposal, and I look forward to discussing it with my colleagues this week. So this is someone who is really against betting, now is excited to discuss it. Pritch, I don't want to get too excited, but maybe finally, please, please, dear God, fingers crossed, we get Massachusetts to legalize sports betting. I mean, the messages are all over the place, the smoke signals, whatever you want to go with here, uh, surrounding your state um, in particular uh, with sports betting, uh, legalization everywhere around your state. So uh, maybe just a matter of time. It's one of the best sports cities in our nation too, Josh Applebaum. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what the consideration would be here. I mean, uh, just get to that vote like you mentioned, and then, okay, go ahead and pass the thing. Exactly. And I think one debate right now, which is really infuriating if you bet on sports, is uh, the Senate is debating whether or not to allow betting on college sports okay. like BC and these other teams. So I think obviously if you're, if you're in sports betting and you just legalize pro sports, but you don't legalize college, that's really not going to that's not a smart way to do it because it still allows you know betters to drive to New Hampshire, go to another state mm -hmm. or you know, look at the offshore market. You got to allow college betting. That's what they got to figure out here. But it seems like finally, Pritch, maybe they're coming to their senses. I want to go bet on sports at the, uh, I don't know, the, the Boston Garden Sportsbook and the Fenway Park Sportsbook. Uh, we're waiting, and hopefully, finally, we're getting close now. All right. I'll keep our fingers crossed out here or across the country when it comes to betting across America, especially out there in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Um, we've got a lot to break down today. Uh, certainly, a line movement when it comes to betting the draft. Uh, the draft is just days away. But we're going to recap uh, the NBA because you said something on Friday's show that I found very, very interesting. I want to highlight that. Uh, and we, we talked about favorites and how well they've been doing in these individual games, not so much from a series standpoint, but an individual game standpoint. Uh, and then you, you know, selected some dogs here going into the weekend, and lo and behold, dogs did pretty good uh, over the weekend. So I want to give a shout-out to you about that as we recap these games, Josh. So, I mean, I, I think at some point, point as betters, we certainly have to look for those opportunities that way. Exactly, Pritch. I appreciate it. And again, you know, I think I looked at it one of two ways. Once one, I look at each game individually, like a perfect example last night will be the Suns and the Pelicans. You had a big majority of bets on the Phoenix Suns, but they actually opened lane three. Right. They got down to minus two and a half minus two. So whether or not favorites are doing well or dogs are doing well, the, the tenets of that game told you that reverse line movement to the Pelicans line moving in their favor, despite majority bets on the Suns. But from an overall, like, like a, a bigger angle here, a macro level, we were talking about, Hey, like anytime you see something do very, very well. Like we were at a point where favorites were like 70% against the spread mm -hmm. pitch and unders ironically unders continue to do pretty well here. Uh, but anytime you see one thing happening a lot, you feel like, Hey, this is great. We're making a lot of money on these favorites, but at some point there's going to be regression, everything in life, everything in betting pretty much regresses to the mean most of the time. And anytime you see those favorites continue to cover, if you put your head into, you know, the thought process of the odds makers, they're saying, Hey, Maybe we're setting these numbers a little bit too low. Maybe we're just, you know, not giving, uh, you know, enough enough points here to go the other way. Well, these lines got adjusted. You started to shade toward these favorites. That created an opportunity to, even though you see all these, you know, 65, 70% favorites covering, they're saying, hey, maybe dogs will bark at some point because they're being so undervalued. So that's what we've seen thus far. And Pritch, a couple dogs tonight I'm looking at. Excited to break down all the games with you Yeah, today. absolutely. I think betters, too, are diving into the Pelicans a little bit more <laughs> in that <laughs> roster since uh, the C.J. McCollum trade, uh, Brandon Ingram uh, becoming the player that he's becoming and a tough matchup for the Suns without Booker. Uh, so a lot of people are intrigued with that series right there. And then another dog that comes through, uh, the Nuggets and the Warriors. So the, the Warriors were in control, complete control of the series and certainly could do anything and everything they wanted on the floor. Uh, but then the Nuggets put up an effort the way that they did. So highlighting future series, Josh, and future matchups and future cities too, because you're hearing a lot of NBA uh, analysts talk about this, the layover 
uh, in a particular city for a number of days. And, okay, yeah, this team is hot, but yet you start to enjoy yourself a little bit more. Or, or you start to take your focus away of things, away from things. Or you just get that effort. Like, people don't want to get swept. And I think we saw that from the Nuggets. And certainly something that maybe perhaps betters uh, uh, could back in that game against the Warriors. Totally agree. And you kind of saw that with that Raptors game as well, mm -hmm. Prince, where they were down and you saw a dog opportunity in their favor as well. And you look at some of these series prices now, like for example, the Warriors Nuggets, you know, Nuggets come up with a huge win yesterday, 126, 121. Uh, the thing ended up sailing over. Ironically, Pritch, with that game, you had big movement to the Warriors. They were minus three and a half up to minus four and a half. You had movement to the under. And this is why betting's difficult. The dog and the overhead. So again, it really the betting market uh, maybe was at, at odds a little bit with, you know, obviously the end result there. But looking at these series prices, Warriors still minus 10,000 to win this series. Not enough here to, you know, really no value here to bet the futures. Nuggets plus 2,000. So obviously you're getting a good number there, but no teams ever come back 3-0. But I think your point is really well taken. Like, let's look at what's overall, you know, cashing in the playoffs. Let's be wary of some regression. But then also let's take each game individually. Because when you look at these games and whether it's moving to a dog, a favorite, or an over and under, you know, the wise guys who are betting these numbers, they know all these trends. They know all these betting systems. They know what, you know, Jokic, what time he woke up, when he went to bed, what he had for <laughs> breakfast. So if they're moving these numbers to maybe at against some of these systems, then it tells me that they have a sharp enough edge that they know that, but they still think there might be value going uh, in a different direction here. So always keep in mind the macro as well as each game individually. Yeah, absolutely. And going into the weekend, I think we both highlighted this and certainly was on this ticket. The Hawks, that first game at home, uh, their home record was phenomenal. Uh, actually comparable to the Heat, uh, the number one seed, and the Hawks were pretty much and a play-in situation the majority of the season. They get the job done in that game three, and okay, game four, okay, you get back to the Heat. Uh, the Heat, are they're the better team, and certainly from a betting standpoint, uh, don't rely on just that occurrence. It's, it's, it's who's that better team, who's got the better matchups, and that's prevailing right now with the Heat. You're totally right, Pritch, and that's a game on, you know, on Friday that we talked about in terms of, hey, why is this line so fishy? That's another thing that I think in the playoffs you really run into, like, you know, the Heat are playing great. Why were they only laying, what was it, Pritch, like minus two Heat down to minus yeah. one? It was a very short number. Why was it so short? And again, another, I want to give a shout out to Bill D and the whole crew at VEASAN because we now give these uh, updated betting percentages from DraftKings. So, it, mm -hmm. you know, it used to be that we'd give you the numbers in the morning and we'd update it a couple times throughout the day. Now it's automated. So if you go to the VEASAN.com page, uh, you can every 10 minutes get updated percentage of bets and dollars on all these different games. So to me, that's another great resource where let's see if, you know, it starts off lopsided in the morning and evens out or late movement. That's a great way to you know monitor that. And that was a good example with that Hawks game because everyone was betting, you know, on the heat there in that spot. Yet, whether it's the the wings pritch or the nightlife, we always <laughs> joke about. But for whatever reason, the Hawks at home seem to cash, although be wary of this next game. They're getting seven points. Yeah. Uh going back to Miami, and the line really hasn't moved at all since that time. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. And and thanks for highlighting that too, because you're right, outstanding information. Become a subscriber and you get the interpretation of those lines from you too. So, I mean, we, we got you cornered when we want to give you information to become a better better out there here at VSIN. And the books, they, they just look like they're in com complete control again, uh, Josh. The Bulls, the thing about the Bulls that I've been worried about is the fact there's so many new parts and trying to figure all that out. DeRozan going off of 41, okay, you can skew it. Uh, but, you know, if you can hit threes like the Bucks. Uh, started to hit with Allen off the bench, and then uh, Giannis is just Giannis. I mean, even without Middleton, the Bucks are asserting themselves in this series, obviously. 
They really are. And this is kind of, you know, uh, at odds with some other injuries that we've seen here. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the Suns and Booker going down and uh, with Middleton, though, it seems like they haven't missed a beat. Maybe that speaks more to maybe the Bulls than it does the Bucks here. I'm not sure you can kind of interpret that one of two ways, but the updated series price here up three to one. Bucks minus 10,000, Bulls plus 2,500. So, you know, poor one out for our sweep there, Pritch. We couldn't get that one. The Bulls, you know, showed up and had a really good win. What was that, game three? Mm-hmm. But now really in command here with the Bucks And keep an eye on this next game here. It's a couple days from now. Right now it's Bucks minus 10 going back to Milwaukee here. Looks like it may get down to nine and a half. It's very, very early. But I'd be interested to see if there's any love for the Bulls and the points there. Because, uh, again, it's sometimes, Pritch, they, they play competitively. They cover numbers. Other times, it's like they're kind of no-shows here. They're a very tough team to predict. Yeah, I, I do want to point out pedigree because when you look at the Bucks and, okay, Middleton goes down, obviously somebody else has to step up. And, but when you have a good culture, good pedigree, championship pedigree, uh, who's going to lift up those other players? Like like Allen, right? Grayson Allen and going off the way he did. That's Giannis. I mean, that's the effect of him. Just saw body language after the loss to the Bulls in which he patted uh, Grayson on the head and, and, you know, obviously encouraging him. I mean, when you can see that on camera, uh, that's something I think you can get behind, too, uh, as a better. I want to remind everybody the VSIN spring special is here for only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets, Jonathan Von Tobel will have the best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want to get the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. VEASAN.com slash spring. More betting across America continues after this. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, uh, some news out there about the National Football League in the draft. Uh, have some books taking props off the board. They're not even available right now. So we'll get to that. I got some insight that I want to relay uh, to the betting audience out there. But let's get to the preview of the association, the game's your Celtics and the Nets. Now, this was a series nobody uh, could imagine would be a sweep situation, but that is what we're looking at here, Josh. Uh, the Nets are favorite, no surprise, minus one. The Celtics are incredible right now. We'll get to Tatum and Brown versus Durant and Ingram. 221 is the total. What do you think? Yeah, so first off, Pritch, you know, going into this series, we highlighted the Celtics as kind of a data-driven bet here. Remember, we were looking at the Nets, around 63% of mm-hmm. bets in their favor, yet some shops opened the Nets as a slight favorite, immediately flipped to the Celtics. I think they closed like minus 140 on the series price before it began. So anyone holding this ticket right now, you're feeling good about advancing here. Now, if you look at the current series price, Boston minus 5,000, Brooklyn plus 1,400. Uh, again, no team has ever come back from 3-0, Pritch. I'm right. hoping this isn't the first time here. But I'll take the Celtics once again tonight in this game, Pritch. I think this is one of those rare games where, you know, the eye test kind of matches what the betting market is doing. Like I think as a better, a lot of times what your eyes are telling you maybe doesn't always, you know, jive with what the betting market is doing. But I think the eyes are tests are telling you the Celtics are the better team this series. And the betting market is moving toward Boston today. So this game open nets around a two point favorite at home. Saw some shops even open nets minus two and a half. 
Pritch, you're getting pretty much 50-50 betting here down the middle. It's 52% of bets at BetMGM on Brooklyn. That's kind of surprising to me a little bit just because I thought, you know, maybe the public would just say, hey, I've seen enough. Celtics are the better team. Let me grab the Celts. Mm -hmm. But you still have, even though it's only 52%, slight majority, the public isn't abandoning, you know, Kyrie and Durant here. They're still showing some respect to these really good players. But I just think the way the line is moving, again, it opened two and a half or two. Now it's down to one. The Celtics are getting hit. The line is getting shorter. It's moving in their favor. I'll sweat Boston this, in this one here to see if they can close it out. Now, I did notice in a prop bet market, Pritch, this is why you always got to dig into these numbers. To, for a four-game sweep, the odds are minus 140. But if you look at actually the Celtics' odds to win this game, they're getting plus one. You, you know, you're pretty much like minus 105. So mm. if you like the Celtics to sweep, don't bet the prop on right. them to sweep. Just bet them on the money line here tonight. That's a better way to approach it. And Pritch, I'm not going to make the same mistake I did last time. I forgot to mention our favorite referee the last time he ref. Well, <laughs> guess where good. our favorite guy yep. is tonight? Mm -hmm. Our buddy Scott Foster is refing this game here. And guess what? Scott Foster is a great road ref, around 56% against the spread to the road team. So Chris Paul doesn't have to worry about this one, Pritch. He's 0-14, the last 14 with with, uh, with Foster in the playoffs. But this is a good omen with the Celtics. I like the Celtics to beat to beat the Nets tonight. I'll take the plus one. Let's see if they can advance and, and get some time off before the next series. Nice job of leading me into Scott Foster, to be honest with you, uh, Josh, because I did some work on <laughs> Scott Foster. I knew you were going to mention him. Uh, we kind of neglected him uh, again with the Suns in a Chris Paul situation. It was all over Twitter. Uh, but Boston has fared okay with Foster. Um, the Celtics are 65 and 59.524 uh, win percentage in games he has officiated. I'll put that out there. However, the, the Celtics rank second in personal fouls uh, against. So 22.4 fouls per game in Foster's contest with the Celtics. Yeah, so obviously, you know, uh, nothing great there in terms of the Celtics betting angle. But I would say this is kind of interesting because, like, sure. you know, you think you think of Foster and you're like, okay, like they're great to the road team. But then mm -hmm. also you'll get the stats and it's like, okay, he calls a lot of fouls on the Celtics. So I think if you get into that conspiracy theory arena, which, again, I think if you get into the – idea of like this is fixed or he's you know leaning this way or the other like then why are you even betting on sports i think you got to operate from the premise of you know hey the, what you know the best players will, will will win and you know won't have to have something that you know to be concerned about but i guess what i'm getting at is it's kind of ironic that you know if you think foster's here to you know lean to the nets and force a longer <laughs> series and get more games for the nba and more tickets and uh, you're, sell more you're in the weeds now with the conspiracy right there <laughs> I'm in the weeds. I'm thinking out of both sides of my, of my brain here, Pritch. But uh, I think that could be the angle that, oh, it's Foster and they want to lengthen the series. But no, the data actually says he's actually better for road teams. So I'll put that in my back pocket. Not the only reason I'm betting the Celtics, but if the Lions go into the Celtics and they're the road team and they're getting points and Foster's a big road ref, I'll take it. It's a cherry on top tonight. Well, keep this in mind, though. I mean, the Boston Celtics, uh, 50 points per game uh, in the paint versus 36 for the, for the Nets. I mean, the Nets aren't even con considering uh, trying to get to the hoop. Uh, really uh, perimeter-oriented, but you wonder, does that change in this game as the Nets uh, certainly want to try to avoid the sweep? And and from a betting standpoint, just that alone, I don't know if you can just bet on the Nets from a culture uh, uh, angle and say, hey, look, look, this team is trying to have that pride in place and avoid a sweep. But this is about the Celtics and their ascent and how good they are and, and certainly the dynamic duel of uh, Brown and Tatum neutralizing KD and Kyrie. I mean, that's kind of crazy to think about, but that's happening right now. It really is. And I think if you, if the Celtics do end up winning this series and you say why they win it, it's because they're, you know, obviously their, their offensive players played great, but mm -hmm. defensively they've locked down, they've limited Dur Durant a ton here. Even Kyrie's had his moments, but you know, he's also had, you know, struggles here against Marcus smart. So, 
to me, Pritch, another angle here is like the Sim Ben Simmons versus the, you know, the time Lord, Robert Williams, like Williams came back really, really fast, right. faster than I thought. I didn't think we would even see him this series. The boost that that, 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 that gave Boston and kind of speaks to, Hey, this team is dialed in. Everyone wants to be on the court. Everyone wants to, you know, win this whole thing together versus Simmons, who we were told he was going to play in game four. Then he wakes up with back soreness and now we're probably not going to see him until next year. Like what kind of message does that send to that locker room versus the message that Williams coming in early sends to that locker room? I think you got to favor Boston in that one and kind of, I well, like when, what's up with Simmons bridge. I don't know. When are we going to see this guy? That was a surprise to me that he already got uh, again, upgraded probable. And now he's out for tonight. Man, that's should have known all about Ben Simmons. To be honest with you. Okay. Uh, Toronto and Philly Philly's up to minus eight. Now the Embiid uh, injury. Uh, you think about uh, Van Vliet's going to be out too with the hip situation right there. But uh, I wonder if the Sixers and in, in particular Harden, uh, can step up here and cover this number? Or is it more attractive to back the Rafters here, uh, catching eight points to total 211 and a half as well? So I'm going to take the plus eight with the Raptors yeah. here, Pritch. Again, I don't love the fact that Van Fleet is not playing here, but it's not like this line, you know, open at five and shot up to eight. Like this line pretty much hasn't moved at all. Some books open seven and a half. Uh, as the Sixers as the favorite, somewhere minus eight. It pretty much hasn't moved at all. You have a slight majority of bets here, a uh, tiny bit. It's, it's not very overwhelming. We'll get to the next game, which is incredibly lopsided, Pritch, mm -hmm. but uh, not crazy lopsided here. You're getting 51% uh, of bets on the 76ers. But one thing that I do like to look at is not just the current op the opening number in the base uh, against the current number. I want to pull up the line history. And if you have access to, you know, Avisa will give you the live odds and you can look at every single move in between. It pretty much open eight is state eight. But if you look at a lot of books, they've dipped to seven and a half briefly, uh, you know, throughout the day. So it never dipped up or rose up to eight and a half. It's either state eight or down to seven and a half. That tells me that even though it's a split ticket count, like I would love uh, the Sixers to be getting 80% of bets here, Pritch, and a mm -hmm. line freeze on an eight. It's pretty even here. But if you read really closely, there have been some dips to seven and a half. So I'll take the plus eight here with the Raptors. Uh, and again, another situation with a lot of road referees here. It's not Scott Foster, but James Williams, John Goble, and Trey Maddox, all road refs between 52 and 54% ATS to the road team. I'll take the plus eight with Toronto tonight. Well, you have to interpret the uh, variance because of the certain situation with Embiid uh, and that ligament injury. Uh, he's going to need surgery. He's going to play through it. But you can anticipate the Raptors are going to make him feel everything. Uh, he's already uh, uh, spoke about the tactics uh, of the Raptors. So if you're the Raptors, why not continue that? See if Maxi can rise to the occasion. Certainly see if, if Harden can rise to the occasion. But uh, maybe I was looking at the under a little bit earlier, too, because of the, the injury situation, Josh, 211 and a half. Uh, but maybe looking at backing the Raptors there in that game. Okay, let's get to the other one. Jazz and the Mavericks uh, disturbing what I saw in that game in Utah. Uh, isolation basketball with Luka. Uh, obviously, you can't play up tempo with Luca, and that that's certainly I, I think plays in the hands of the Jazz. You know what what the Mavs did to gain that two one advantage, uh, the Jazz were slow to adjust to. Uh, but if you're going to play isolation with Luca, okay, all of a sudden now Utah can adjust to that. Yeah, exactly, Pritch. And you kind of look at you know this angle from a betting perspective. This is your number one contrarian play. I really like the Jazz tonight. Now I haven't liked the Jazz much throughout the playoffs. I mm -hmm. feel like anytime I bet them. You know, as a favorite, they'll lose or they won't cover. But I think that's created a buy low spot on Utah here. If you look at the betting market, you're getting 88% of bets on the Mavericks tonight. You know, the first two games are pretty much 50-50. This is, if you're a contrarian better, the one that you're isolating here. Only 12% of bets on the Jazz. And why is that important? Not just that they're contrarian and it's a 930 game and it's going to be your most heavily bet game, your best spot to bet against the public. 
but the line movement too, Pritch. This game opened Mavericks laying three and a half. It's down to three. If you're getting almost 90% of bets on the Mavericks and they open three and a half, why aren't they up to minus four, minus four and a half, minus five? The line is actually dipped toward Utah here. I'll take Utah plus three. It's a contrarian play. Best one of the night and a pretty good line move in their favor. All right. You like those plays right there, too. I'm undecided on that one. Um, but I do like the Raptors uh, with the plus uh, point situation. Eight points right now. Maybe you said eight and a half? Eight and a half. Yep, that's okay. it. Looking out for that uh, for sure. Okay, there's a headline out there, Josh, that is causing a stir when it comes to the NFL draft. We'll get to the headline uh, and the NFL draft coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Now there's a 10-day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you to walk away from ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zen 10 Challenge. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free nicotine alternative, and they are available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zen 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zen nicotine pouches. If you don't enjoy your experience with Zen after 10 days, you get your money back. So head over to zen.com slash 10 to take the Zen 10 Challenge. That's zyn.com slash 10. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, we're just days away from the NFL draft out here in Vegas. And at fever pitch, everybody's excited about it. Uh, leave it to the National Football League to produce headlines, though, right? Uh, so just go through the headlines all over the place. It's draft week. So, of course, we have reports of internal war in Jacksonville over the number one overall pick. And this is significant uh, because we've had movement with the number one overall pick, Right. Uh, so last week, highlighting the fact that we had Randy Mueller, former executive of the year 2000, former GM of the Saints and the Dolphins uh, executive when I was up in Seattle, and he gave us some great insight and great information. Part of that information was on Trayvon Walker uh, and Balky, who's a GM out there with Jacksonville, perhaps leaning that direction. Uh, in fact, who he prefers or who he might select as the number one overall pick. We don't know, but with headlines like this, as a better, I mean, that can be confusing out there. It can be confusing, and I think it's it's one of two ways to me, Pritch. Like, is it a smokescreen, or is it just a legit sharp move on, on a prop bet? So, for example, like, this number one pick, it's unlike years in the past, which I think makes it exciting for betters, but also really difficult this year. Like, we don't have that Trevor Lawrence going one overall, and, you know, he opened the year at minus 300. He closes, you know, minus 2,000, and he's off the board. This thing has gone all back and forth, you know, different directions, a huge roller coaster here. You know, if you go back more than a year, Thibodeau was at one point your favorite mm -hmm. to go one overall. Then Hutchinson was the favorite for quite a bit. Don't get me started on Evan Neal, his brief, you know, top overall pick status at one point. Then you see Walker make a move. Then Walker falls back. Thibodeau rises. And now, to me, what I put a lot of stock into is that this isn't like a month ago or two months ago. We're just days away, and you see this big steam here toward Walker to be your number one overall pick. Pritch, you and I were texting earlier. I think Walker was like plus 250, plus mm -hmm. 200 to be first overall, just like Thursday or Friday. Right. Now he's minus 175 at a bunch of shops. So really, if, if you believe in this move, and I think it reminds my only trepidation, though, Pritch, is we dealt with this last year with Mac Jones 3 to the 49ers. Remember, it was like, Jones, 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 all the betting market and the Intel said Jones. And then like the, the day of the draft or the day before you saw massive Trey Lance steam uh, there three overall. So maybe that's 
kind of what we're seeing at this point. I mean, it's hard not to like Walker in this big steam move in his favor. And I would give a tip of the cap to Circo, who's really sharp and has a lot, you know, high limits and has a lot of really good numbers. They put out their over-unders just a minute ago on Twitter. And based on their juice prices, you're kind of looking at Walker. His under one and a half is minus 110, or sorry, minus 210. Mm -hmm. So Walker, number one. Hutchinson, number two. He's over one and a half at minus 210. And then Thibodeau, number three. He's under three and a half at minus 140. So if you're looking at the late movement, you're looking at these over-under juice prices, it's kind of looking like Walker one, Hutchinson two, and Thibodeau three. Yeah, how about that? And I said that uh, weeks ago. <laughs> that I could see yeah. this yep. trade. Uh, thank you, Circa. I mean, I said that, that we should see, we could <laughs> see uh, the first three picks go, all go edge. I mean, we're talking about explosive positions if there's no quarterback out there. So where's the explosive positions on the field? Is edge rusher? Is wide receiver? Um, you can go defensive back if you want and go linebacker too uh, in some, some uh, circumstances. But uh, when you look at this draft too uh, in the depth that it has uh, with edge, it gets highly intriguing. So the headline again, Jacksonville uh, internal war between the owner and the evaluator, Balky. So here you go. Uh, if you are an evaluator and expert, okay, think about this. How much film is an owner watching? Zero, Right. Okay, the owner might want Hutchinson, but all the evaluators, all the scouts, everybody, all everybody that's doing the work, the guys that you pay, they're evaluating the situation. So you can create a headline if you have an internal war, but it's also the reality show element of the draft. Uh, and that is the secret sauce to what these owners have enjoyed, all 32 of them, Josh, making money off of guys' names being called uh, during the draft process. And that's all this is. But you have to have a reality show component. And this headline feeds into that. It really does. And we'll see, you know, come Thursday if this comes true, if this late <laughs> right. scheme to Walker, you know, ends up cashing. And I think, you know, if it does, we're going to have to see if this if this does happen. But if it does, that's something to file, file away for future NFL drafts. Like mm -hmm. maybe you didn't, you know, track this all year long and look at, you know, Google NFL mock drafts throughout the season. But if you pay attention to that late movement, if you wake up, you know, late on a, you know, last week of the draft, that late movement that you see might be really meaningful. And I think to your point, Pritch, the owner versus kind of the GM, like I've seen this in New England where, you know, Robert Kraft wants to stay out of stuff. Mm -hmm. But then a lot of people say he kind of forced Belichick to trade away Jimmy G. But then when I wanted Kraft to suit, to intercede and keep Tom Brady, he picks Belichick and says, let Brady go. So I think you got to pick one or the other. And I'm of the opinion that totally with you, the owner, you know, how much film do they watch? Probably none. And Balky has been known. It's been out there for a while that he prefers these like physical, uh, physical specimens with, you know, super high upside. So it makes sense that Walker, it's it just my question though, Pritch is mm -hmm. for that brief moment last week, why did Walker like dip up? Like, remember he was trending toward one or two and then he went way off. Like it went uh, higher up to number three. Yeah. But Something's remember going back and forth. Remember yeah. what we talked about with uh, Randy Mueller, former GM, like the draft boards is set. Uh, like when we hear movement, oh, this player is rising up the boards. It's because the media is late to the party. Like all these teams, they have their draft boards set. It's not like they're changing their draft boards all of a sudden right now, right? Uh, the evaluations, uh, the film study, all of that. I mean, you might have conversations in a war room uh, and stuff like that, but pretty much the board is set. Now, are trades going to happen? Uh, are the players, could there be player movement because of trades? I mean, that could still uh, take place right there, Josh. The number two overall pick is highly intriguing to me, though, interesting to me, though, because of Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, talk to Ryan Harris uh, today, 92.5 Altitude Sports out there in Denver. Uh, and he gave me his opinion. Former offensive lineman, uh, played a long time in National Football League, won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, in fact, and he's an outstanding college football analyst right now. Uh, he talked about Hutchinson 
and his inability from a non-movement standpoint. Like if you think of Thibodeau, if you think about Walker, those type of players, they have something to them to where they could evolve their game, whereas Hutchinson uh, is an offensive tackle's dream. Uh, so uh, I'm intrigued, though. Will, will the Detroit Lions select Hutchinson at number two overall? He's minus 130, or will they go Thibodeau at plus 200? Or trade out so the pick? Yeah, and then, again, these trades can blow up everything. It's like mm -hmm. Pritch betting the NBA where you cap it all day and then a guy's out for load management. Like, these are the things that we got to be aware of if we're, you know, betting on it. You can't help it. You're going to have to just kind of, you know, hope for the best here at this point. But Michael Lombardi on Lombardi line earlier today made a really good point, Pritch. I was jumping on and I, I threw at him. I said, hey, you know, what's the deal uh, with Trayvon Walker? And he, he was believing the fact that, you know, one overall, he's, he's probably the play here at this point. But with Hutchinson, it was funny because Patrick Maher is from Detroit, you know, mm -hmm. big Detroit Lions fan, you know, God help him with that. But uh, <laughs> uh, he was kind of saying like, oh, hometown kid, you know, he's from right. there. Like, do you have that connection? But then also, you know, L Michael Lombardi was kind of saying like, you know, it shouldn't matter whether he's from Michigan down the road or he's, you know, he plays, uh, you know, in Utah, you pick the best available players. So I'm wondering if the Hutchinson, even though he's still the favorite to go second overall at minus 130. I would rather bet Hutchinson like maybe over one and a half than I would betting him second overall, because mm -hmm. if Thibodeau can sneak in there and he's, you know, overall the, what your evaluators say a better prospect than Hutchinson, then you don't want to bet Hutchinson too when you could just bet him over one and a half. You have to pay the minus two ten at circa, but that's kind of a safer play. Like when we were talking last week with Thibodeau, not just betting him second, but take the under Thibodeau four and a half. You're going to have different prices, but you want to, you know, give yourself more opportunities to cash. So again, Hutchinson's minus 130, but I'd rather lean Hutchinson over one and a half than betting him two overall. Right. The true evaluation is coming out as opposed to, okay, let's draft a guy to sell jerseys. Like you can sell jerseys. You can sell number 97 all day up there in Detroit if you draft him, but can he get the job done? Or is that Thibodeau uh, at number two overall there? Yeah, and that's the question because that's really where it gets interesting because, you know, basically based on the odds uh, makers here, Pritch, in the mm -hmm. movement, they're really telling you walkers, you know, and I actually, believe it or not, I'm looking at BetMGM, their, their, uh, pay, their page updates automatically. I just saw Walker go to minus 200 at uh, BetMGM here, <laughs> to be one overall. So this is the best time slot to do any show at VEASAN, Pritch, but it goes to show you this thing could get away mm -hmm. from you quick. Like I went into today saying, okay, huge steam on Walker, but I missed the number. I missed the plus 200. Mm -hmm. So what do I do? I want to wait it out and see if this is smokescreen or real. And more and more I look at it, it looks realer and realer. I don't even know if that's a word, more real, Pritch. But now up to minus 200, how do you not look at Walker 1 right now? That could be minus 400, minus 1,000 by Thursday. I mean, if you have an executive of the year in 2000 on the program and former GM for two teams say that, okay, Trevon Walker is a guy that looks like he could be the number one overall pick. I mean, I think you kind of go with that. <laughs> uh, maybe that's all we needed to know, Pritch. Your guy there, yeah. Who, yeah. Uh, who didn't he draft? He didn't draft you, or he, he signed you as a free agent. He signed you me. Tell me yep. about that real quick. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, I I could have been signed by them. I got traded to Denver, but Seattle was interested in back in '94. They actually drafted uh, Sam Adams, I believe, defensive lineman. Uh, but I had history with Seattle for a while, and uh, we signed a contract out here on the golf course that I lived on. Uh, so Randy and I go way back, uh, and I was trying to get some information from him with the Saints too. Uh, we ran out of time right there as he's uh, worked with Mickey Loomis before. But a lot more draft uh, talk later on during the week. Uh, when we continue the program, though, we got some best bets, Major League Baseball. That's coming up next.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... opportunity for new customers to discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada.
Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And so, Josh, just wrapping up our draft discussion, uh, I looked through my mocks, and I'm going through all this information as I'm making bets as the props are coming out. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm under the opinion that, you know, there's about 12 teams that could be iron receiver. So the over five-and-a-half receiver situation, I think it's up to six-and-a-half now, uh, the over-under situation for the amount of receivers being drafted in that first round. What do you think? Yeah, so number one, I think that we're feeling pretty good about right. the Team Vison over five-and-a-half bet here <laughs> because uh, obviously we got a pretty decent number. And I was late to the party. I got, I think, a minus 180. A lot of you guys, Ben Wilson and the crew, I think I like minus 150. So uh, to me, it's a, a prop that definitely, you know, kudos to the team for identifying that. You also think automatically, Pritch, like, what if we land right on six? I'm mm -hmm. not going to walk that tightrope, but what if you bet over five and a half, you bet under six and a half, you middle that thing uh, and you cash twice here? That could be pretty nice. But I did want to throw this at you because I mentioned this on the Market Insights pod earlier today, Pritch. I bet Garrett Wilson first wide receiver selected at plus 130. Okay. Now, I think a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the news today in the betting market is obviously rightfully so with Trayvon Walker now being the favorite one overall. But Garrett Wilson, quietly, Pritch, I dialed up at MGM. He's now minus 200 to be the first wide receiver selected. So that's a prop bet that, again, if you identified Wilson, it was really Wilson. James, it was Wilson in London head-to-head -head at one point. And mm -hmm. then you have that Jamison Williams uh, make a bit of a leap here recently. But that big steam to Wilson, I think everyone's thinking about Walker today. But don't don't be too afraid, you know, to bet Wilson if you think you or if you have a book that's offering something better than that. A lot of steam toward Wilson, uh, Pritch. I think that's a guy that maybe you were leaning on a little bit to be the first wide receiver selected. Well, yeah, because we, we saw Jamar Chase, for instance, go as high as we as he did. Uh, even Kyle, Kyle Pitts last week uh, as a tight end go that high. Uh, it's an indication of how explosive the league wants to be, the scoring aspect of it or the matchup aspect of it. Or certainly uh, you look at these offensive players, it's an offensive-driven game. And, uh, you know, what wide receiver, it's that franchise position now. Look at the franchise tag. It's indicating to you that wide receiver is a franchise uh, position now. Uh, so when you look at the wide receivers in this class, it's like, when is a run going to happen? Uh, is it going to happen that high? Is it going to happen lower? And so I, was start, I started to look at these type of, type of props, Josh. It's like, for instance, the Chargers, uh, first draft pick player selected, uh, plus 650 for a wide receiver for the Chargers. And you think about where the Chargers are drafting right now, right in the middle of the round, uh, you know, if you're going to consider 17 right around there. Uh, if they go wide receiver, that's plus 650 uh, from that standpoint, anticipating the run on position. So when is that run going to happen? Is it going to happen earlier in the top 10 or is it going to happen around the teens? Uh, and so I was looking at a probability standpoint of the Chargers, which is a team that could use another wide receiver. Uh, could, that could perhaps be their first pick there for that team. Yeah, and at that price, Pritch, you got to love that plus 650 there. You know, I, I hope that cashes if you end up betting it, Pritch. My only one, like, kind of concern or worry is, mm -hmm. you know, you're seeing a lot of mock drafts that are linking Chargers to an offensive lineman. So they kind of, you know, got pretty lucky, I would say, getting Rashawn Slater, you know, falling to them uh, in a pretty, you know, kind of obvious play there to benefit and but, protect Herbert. But then the, Bengals, seeing, then the Bengals prove that you don't need to go offensive line to go to the Super Bowl, right? That is true. Yeah, you just signed well in free agency, Pritch. You, <laughs> sure. you can go that route as well. 
Uh, but I would say with offensive lineman plus 120, I have seen a lot of mocks that link uh, Trevor Penning, that big mm-hmm. guy there from who's at Northern Iowa, uh, possibly to uh, the Chargers there at whatever they're picking at 16, 17. So again, it makes total sense to me, but it also makes sense, Pritch, like with my Patriots, do they just trade down and, you know, get Zion, uh, you know, Johnson there from BC or just, you know, kind of try to protect Mac Jones. I think this is kind of the, the situation you're looking at. I'm just not a big, maybe I'm not, you know, bold enough, Pritch. I don't bet a lot of these, like, this team, this position, right. who, who you'll bet on. I just think it's really difficult. And I think with so much opportunity out there, I, I don't want to bet a prop that to me, I think is more of a long shot. I'd rather look at, you know, over under positions or, uh, or, you know, going first, second overall to me, those are a little bit easier to cash. Yeah. I guess I'm a long shot type of guy. No, who do you think will be there? Is that Olave or who's that going to be? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to anticipate when the run is going to happen. I, I'm not sure. I haven't pulled a trigger on it, but I'm just looking at that number. Like what other positions or what other players or what other teams uh, in that situation with their props, uh, are, you know, can you get behind? Like if they're, you're the Broncos, you're not even drafted in the first round. Uh, okay, linebackers plus 250, I think, first position selected uh, for the Broncos. I mean, I don't know. I mean, who knows about the second round right there? But um, I, I think in the first round it gets intriguing in terms of, when is a run going to happen for particular positions? Yeah, that's really, you know, a great question. And you kind of look at, you know, what you have, what you did in free agency. Maybe you can read some of those tea leaves a bit. Like mm-hmm. you signed JC Jackson, you make the deal for Khalil Mack. Like, are you really going to keep continue to load up on defense? Possibly if a good defend, a defender maybe falls to you a little bit, but with linemen being plus 120, you know, wide receiver makes a lot of sense. It's funny, Pritch, like there's one of two ways, like with everyone loading up here, do you want to continue to load up on offense to keep pace? Or do you want to go the other way and really, you know, have some resources devoted to your defense? You can stop some of these offenses. I think that's kind of the conundrum that a lot of these teams have right now. Yeah, I think the wide receivers are more plug and play than some of these offensive linemen, in particular around 17, uh, anticipating some of those top linemen uh, being gone off the board right there. So that's that was my thinking, uh, pulling back the curtain right there on that. But Major League Baseball, Josh, some some great games uh, to bet uh, today. Uh, in particular, I mean, when you look at the schedule, like how do you make decisions on, on these games and these lines? Certainly the lines will influence that. Uh, but I want to toss it to you uh, in terms of where you're going to start the baseball slate today. Yeah, so a couple options here. Now, Mondays are sleepy, kind of. There's mm-hmm. only seven games on the board. So, you know, it's, it's baseball. It's really an NBA kind of night. There's only one hockey game. So one thing I do like is, you know, you kind of get annoyed, like only seven games. I wish there were 15 games mm-hmm. tonight in baseball. But remember that sometimes a, a smaller board can benefit you because the public can't really spread their money around all these different games. They're going to load up on, you know, the, they're going to overlap on the same uh, same games here. So to me, I like to go contrarian on these small slate type days. So I'll give you an example. I'm going to take a shot on my Red Sox tonight. Um, you know, again, and I, the, what I'm looking at this game, Pritch, is you're kind of buying low in Boston. This is Avaldi against Jose Barrios. Avaldi's been pretty good this year. He's got about a 3.3 ERA. Barrios is up around six. He was like 11, so he's pitching a little bit better here. But the Sox have lost two of five. There's some COVID issues where Tanner Houck and some guys aren't even traveling there. Yet Toronto opens at minus 140. They're down all the way to minus 120. So why is this line falling toward Boston if you're getting almost 70% of bets here on the Blue Jays? So this would match a divisional dog on the road. You don't have the high total. It looks like some under money here, which by the way, unders continue to do great Pritch in, in mm-hmm. MLB. They're 138 and 88, 61%. You have an ROI of almost 16% here. But this matches a contrarian road division dog with a line move in their favor. So I'll sweat Boston here. I'll also take a shot on one game that makes no sense to me. Pritch is like the ultimate have faith in a line move. And again, it, like it's totally off the board. 
But give me the LA Angels here. Why are the Angels at home against the Biebs here, Bieber and the <laughs> Guardians? Why are they favored? And why did they actually open as a dog and become a favorite? If you look at this Cleveland LA game, Cleveland actually opened around a minus 115 favorite on the road. It's now completely flipped to the Angels. We're showing minus 112. I'm seeing like some minus 115s, minus 120s. So it doesn't make too much sense. I guess the only thing would be Guardians have struggled a bit here. I think they've lost three or four or maybe three in a row. The Angels' bats uh, are, are hitting pretty well. They're hitting 245. But that one is just crazy to me. Like if everyone's betting the Guardians and the in the Beebs here, why is this line flipping to the Angels? I'll take the Angels. It reminds me a little bit Friday night, Critch, of a move to the the, uh, the Texas Rangers where that made no sense and it came through. So learn to love these gross numbers. When you lose, you're like, what am I doing? Why did not I just take Bieber at plus money? Mm -hmm. But if you kind of see this uh, happen enough over the long haul, you kind of feel like, hey, it's a worthwhile play. So I'll take the Angels tonight, shop around around a minus 115. Any systems or info you could provide in terms of recency, like, for instance, the Rockies and the Philadelphia Phillies, right? I mean, we just saw that series out there in Colorado. Now uh, Colorado on the road. It's a big number for Philly, though. Minus 175, 9, nine is the total uh, in this game. <laughs> yeah, I would maybe – so the over is kind of intriguing to me. I do have a system on Citizens Bank uh, ballpark, Pritch, especially mm -hmm. in the summer. It's kind of a small stadium. Yeah. Uh, the wind is blowing out in this one. It's about 60 degrees. The system that I do have, if you're looking for a long shot, would be San Francisco today. Okay. They're getting like plus 170. And one system I do like is if you played on Sunday night baseball, and then you got to travel the next day and play again. I like to bet against those Sunday night baseball teams just because you're staying up late. It's, it's kind of a lot of pressure. Then you got to travel. Uh, I guess this one, they're still at home, but I like to bet against Sunday night teams and Milwaukee played last night. And the Giants, pretty good team getting plus 175. I don't know if it's sharp, but that's kind of a flyer for me tonight. But Sam Long, uh, Corbin Burns on the bump there as well, too. And Burns is a pretty yeah. good pitcher here, Pritch. So, yeah, we're up against it. But don't sleep on San Fran. They're kind of like the Rays of the NL. Yeah, 22 strikeouts so far for Burns. Uh, on 19 innings pitched. <laughs> so let's win this game 1-0, Pritch. <laughs> there that's what you you're go. telling me. Absolutely, absolutely. Great job, Josh. We'll see you tomorrow. The Edge coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.